When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. It's time to chat some bollocks about fanny tits and bum. No topic is off limit for these potty mouth found mums. So tell us all your secrets, we like to share the truth. About saggy tits and anal warts and ice cubes up your hoof. No, no. holes barred. Hi, Laura. Hello. I like your coffee, by the way. It's very impressive. Thanks. It's almost as big as your head. I know it's too, it's too, I don't really like it in this mug, but what is it? I don't complain. Coffee. Yeah, but is it like a special one? It's got a frothy top. It looks well fancy. Oh, yeah, because I've got a milk frother, mate. Oh, a velvetizer or a milk frother? No, just a milk frother from Amazon. 30 quid. Oh, my paying for a fucking velvetizer. What do you do with it? You press the button, it does it for you, electric. Yeah, so we. Put, we put water in the kettle and we boil the kettle and then we make like <laughs> basic <laughs> and then we make like an espresso shot of coffee okay and then we put the milk in the froth obviously we use oat milk yeah um it froths it yeah and then pour it in bob's your uncle there you've got a lovely fucking burst of coffee life, i'm getting on amazon straight away Mate, i'll send you the link of my one yes. it even does cold frothy milk for the kids <gasps> I love it. I fucking love You can get a stiff it. peak or a soft peak. Oh, I think I like a stiff peak. I like a stiff peak. <laughs> it, I, I have to say, though, a stiff peak is quite hard to achieve. Um, with oat milk? W- no, without Oatly Barista. Oh, okay. Yeah, of course. So um, if you... Creme de we, creme and we have gone through milk. many barista milk oat variants and none of them hit no, the I told you. g-spot quite I like bloody told you told you yeah. it's the best uh anyway um we just had literally a three-minute conversation about oh hello <laughs> who's there oh oh Rob. there he is and he's gone does he love how much verbal abuse i gave him every walks into the bedroom i wish he had i forget oh, no, he, he, can't, can't, he hear can't hear it he just no. sees your wasted. face just fucking very wasted. animated i saw he actually made a joke on my um one of my posts the other day oh did he and yeah unfollowed because he says that all the time and obviously i pay zero <laughs> attention to it um and <laughs> someone was like good riddance and he was like no it's a joke <laughs> I love Laura And whenever he does it I'm like Rob Don't do that Because people will think You're being serious Oh that's so funny Yeah um, Someone messaged me And told me That they unfollowed me Because of a comment That Rob made On one of my posts Fuck off Are you kidding me Yeah I was like I'll snort off Oh my god Why <laughs> That blows my fucking mind. Oh, I won't even go to it. It was just, yeah, people were just mental, aren't they? I, I did a post about this literally yesterday, like saying, if you don't like something, unfollow. You don't need to fucking announce it. No, like literally nobody gives a fuck. That <laughs> makes no difference to yeah, me. And I know <laughs> that people will be listening to this and there will be some people that have potentially done it and gone, I'm unfollowing you because of... And it's like, you, but, you know, yeah, great. 
you know, I fine. silently unfollow people all the time yeah. because if it's if it doesn't fit my needs at that time, yeah, I'll unfollow them. And yeah. like more recently, like last year when I was just really struggling with my mental health, I had to unfollow a lot of people. Mm. So like I basically last year I didn't give a shit about anyone's success, and this year <laughs> I'm open to it. Just don't rub it in my face too much, yeah. Don't rub it in my face too much because oh. I uh, then I'll unfollow you. But, I'll you know, you like, I, at no point, and I've been on social media for you know a large proportion of 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 time. Yeah, I've never fucking said to anyone, even before no, my account went big, never did I message someone and go, "I'm unfollowing you." Do you never. know what it is? I think people just need to feel like they have some sort of power over you and that they're important in some shape or form. The other thing about, and this is a little lesson in trolls. I've learned a lot about these cats. It's time for the troll lesson. Yeah. It's time. They'll be listening as well, won't they? Vic? Of course. There's yeah, there's definitely some hardcore podcast listeners that hate us. So this is the thing. Some of them, they're they're in for the long haul, Vic, because yeah. they try to lull you in by pretending to be a follower and they're like, I love what you do. And then you kind of start corresponding with them. Like you yeah. reply to this, you reply to them, oh, thank you so much. Or you look lovely so that's really kind of you. You know, like you get that rep- that that repertoire with yeah, them. Yeah, I know. They build up the trust, don't they? And then they break it and they go, actually, you know what? I'm so disappointed in you for doing this. They wait. They have they have patience. I don't have any patience. I don't even have any patience to sit at a red light in my car. But do you know what? I just think I just always think this is trolls. I think that they um are mentally disturbed. <laughs> that but I honestly think that they lack interpersonal relationships in their life and Therefore, they need to find some form of connection and actually being negative often in the in the same way that a child will be naughty to get attention. Yeah, it's exactly that psychology. It's like, eh, look at me, eh, look at me, because they just want attention. Yeah. Anyway, that's a little psychology lesson for them. Do you know what I'm going to recommend? Therapy. That's what you, <laughs> Do you know need. What I'm going to recommend get fucked. <laughs> <laughs> How are you, Vic? Moving on from those. Moving on from them. So, well, yes, I can't even remember what what happened in my week, but I went to see a nutritionist yesterday. Interesting. It was very. It was very interesting. Uh, I went because, um, well, I we we talked about this. My Mm -hmm. periods have been having a really detrimental impact on my day to day Mm -hmm. life. That. And I'm always fucking tired, which obviously I've got kids. So yeah, halal, that's what happens. But I do suffer from headaches as well. So I've got like a few little physical things mm-hmm. that have just been bagging me. And then this woman contacted me on Instagram and she was like, I'd love to give you a consultation. So I said, yeah, go on then. I'm not sure if it was something that I would have necessarily have seeked out, but as she came to me. So when it was two and a half hours, so intense. Uh, mm, talked about loads of, obviously I had, to, <laughs> I had to do a food diary. <laughs> For three days. I bet that was amazing. Takeaway. Oh my god! You know, you're like, I do. What you just forget? I forgot what I ate anyway. So I did one of the days in retrospect. I was like, I can't remember anything that I've eaten. And then I went through it. I was like, fuck! I eat so much sugar. It's insane. Oh yeah, I've got a really bad sugar addiction. I I know that. Um, So I did that, which made me laugh. Um, Although the day before I went see her, I was actually I was like, oh, I better not have this because I'm. Nutritionist tomorrow, she's gonna think I'm a greedy cunt. Um, anyway, so we went through that. And what was really interesting about it is that she she reckons that I've got a hormonal imbalance for one, mm-hmm. um, that I've got that I overproduce estrogen, I've got a lot of additional estrogen knocking around, knocking around in the inside. So we've got to like balance that out because all of the side effects I explained correlate with that. Uh, but then also she said that I'm hugely lacking protein. And um, obviously I'm like 
pescatarian. Although I said pescatarian, she was like, you're not a pescatarian because you don't eat enough fish. So she said, you're eating a vegetarian mm-hmm. diet. If you're a pescatarian, you need to eat fish three times a week, which I don't have it once a week normally, if that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I've got to like up my protein by... <laughs> Get your walnuts in, love. 80%, because she said you, you're having hardly any, I'm just living off carbs. She said you would just eat carbs. <laughs> I, don't, I don't have enough fat and I don't have enough protein. You know, Who the thing is, it? I mean, I'm a good size 14 and I would say that I don't eat enough protein and I live on carbs too. <laughs> yeah, no, so. like everything, because you know, like even vegetables are carbs, really. Mm. Some of them aren't, but most of them are carbs. No, because like, there are some diets we can't even eat a fucking carrot. Oh, God, could you imagine that? But it was really great though. I'll have to let me find out her name before the end of the podcast and I'll share it. But it was just, uh, she's, she's, she's not like you're doing a diet. It's not that at all. She was like, you can pretty much eat what you want, drink what you want. So long as you stick to this sort of like, um, balance at every meal of having a carb, a protein and a fat. So I've got to try and do that. And also she told me I've got to eat breakfast because you know, like normally I eat it quite late. Oh Lord. She was like, you gotta eat it earlier, man. I think the best thing that ever happened to me was being medicated because I have to eat. You have to eat, don't you? To take my medication. Yeah. Yeah. But um I went so where I went to a nutritionist last year, I've gone back to her for my hormone test because I also think I've got a hormone imbalance, which is why my anxiety is so fucking mental. Yeah, that's what she was saying. I never made that association, mate. I didn't know she was like, no, anxiety feeds into this. She said, also she's like, you sound like you're very flighty. Like, yeah, I am very flighty. It's like she knows who I am. Um, (laughs) she's we're gonna do an adrenaline test as well to like check my adrenal glands because she thinks I'm on like fucking skyrocketing on adrenaline, basically. I've literally just completed my hormone test. I don't know if I said about it on the podcast. I think you did last week, maybe when we're talking about periods, yeah. Yeah, so I have pissed on a bit of pH paper for the last 29 days. Give me some new vitamins to take. Um, yeah, it was really, it was fascinating. She was really lovely. Yeah. So that's, that's what I've been doing. And oh, we had, we had a very late birthday party, kids birthday party on Saturday. Oh. It all started to just descend into fucking chaos. Cause what it, time started, was it started at four, finished at six. That's they had, right. yeah, but that fucking birthday cake at about quarter to six. The kids were off their tits before bedtime. Are you having an off? I was I like, can, I love an afternoon I was like, party. That's right. I was like, Monitor the cake, monitor the cake intake, monitor the cake intake. Yeah, but Edith has to go to bed at 6.30 on the weekend. She doesn't have a nap. She's <laughs> fucking nuts. And then you just inject her with pure sugar. I mean, I didn't have any of the cake because I was worried about what the nutritionist would say. <laughs> <laughs> I really wanted to eat it. And there was loads of pizza. And I was like, oh, God. Oh, my God. I, I love know. you. That's, it's not I a diet, but I'm pieces. also now thinking about everything I put in my fucking mouth. Oh, listen, I'm telling you, I said this last week, my fucking diet's out the window living in this Reno. But she was like, don't worry about it. We'll sort it. Have you ever thought about doing like smoothies and packing them full of like flaxseed? Yeah, and, that's and... what I did. I, that's what I used to do before before Reno. Um, BR before Reno. I'd always yeah, have yeah. to do that shit. So they gave um, me her, uh, uh, um, explosive diarrhea. That's what so you I said, stopped. yeah. yeah. No, Sorry, I, do like I, I know. Movie. I feel like I'm repeating myself a lot today because I'm at therapy in a week, Vic. I'm. <laughs> um, and and how are you then, Laura? On that note, no therapy this week. You know what? So I have started. I've only had two sessions of it. I said last week, more than likely. So I apologise again about the foot thing. What the fuck yeah. is it called? Reflexology. Thank you. And it has been a little bit mental. 
Really? Because I don't know what it's done. Really? It's done, it's done something. Yeah. What you mean, like mentally or yeah. physically? Mentally. No, in, in both senses. Like my anxiety is, I'm, I'm almost like questioning why the fuck I am not mental. <laughs> really? It's been really powerful for me. Yeah. And oh I didn't God, expect that's amazing. It. So for me, like I, I, I cannot switch off. I feel like if I'm out and I, you know, like for this is a very poor example. Steve could fall asleep on a park bench and just sleep. Yeah. For me, it takes a lot of uh, contributing factors to feel safe enough to be able to go to sleep. Yeah. So saying that, I would never ever go to a massage and fall asleep. And I said to you last week, didn't I? You did. I yeah. went and had my reflexology, and she was like, you know. I just, I just, I don't even fucking know what happened. It's like I went somewhere else. And you fell asleep whilst you were having the treatment. Yeah. And I've <laughs> never, ever, ever, I've ever had that. that happen. Ever. Oh my lord! Can she do my feet? Honestly, <sighs> if, I really wish you lived locally yeah. because she is. I've been seeing her now for Indian head massage. So we built, and I really think it's a little bit like any kind of therapy. You have to build up a level of trust and a relationship yeah. with anyone because it's quite a personal sort yeah. of experience, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I've been seeing her probably since July of last year, maybe June. And I've only just started doing the reflexology and oh fucking hell, mate. It's just sends me, t- it's just weird. That's great. Cause That's she was great. like, she said after she was like, your feet are so like crunchy. Like you've got so much tension in them. I don't, I don't fucking know. It's something to do with all your organs and chakras yeah. and shit. Yeah. And uh I was like, I didn't feel you touching my feet. You don't. No. That's every crazy. so often I'd, I'd come back and I'd be like, oh shit, yeah, she's touching my feet. And then I'd be I'd be gone again. Oh my God, this sounds dreamy. Um let's get on to your news article. Which I, I'm very nervous. Uh so uh Vic, I'm gonna apologize. Because unfortunately, I do not actually have a date stamp for this. Oh, we don't. We don't care. That's an insignificant detail. It's fine. I don't know why, but I feel like it's quite an important one. Oh, do nobody you? cares? Nobody no, cares. I don't think so. Wow. Okay. Now I know. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, so this week's news article comes via the Sunday Sport, oh, and it's an ex- and it's an exclusive. I already know the tone. Yeah, let's go. Yeah, it's obviously very highbrow. Warning. This man wanks into the mash at Carberry's. Is it my brother-in-law? <laughs> <laughs> he works in the Toby Carberry. Not anymore. He used to. He was very um, um, senior. He... he was the key potato wanker. <laughs> I'm just going to say, I don't believe that this man is... Uh... Um, there's actually a police warning out for this particular gentleman. If oh my you see God. This, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's major. If you see this man when you are sitting down to lunch at your local carvery, do not eat the mashed potato. <laughs> for yeah. the chances are that he has emptied a sample of his curdled semen into the creamed spuds. This is, I will uh, exclude his name, uh, who has been basically... Um, Cautioned by police for for what he what he continues to. So wait a minute. So he's wanked into the mash. Mm-hmm. Someone's found him out. How do you reckon they found him out? What do you do? Like what, catch is, him or taste? Is he got it? it in a kilner jar? 
Oh no! Who, I, no, he's that. I think that he's obviously is a repeat part offender. Of the thrill is wanking into it. So wait, no, is he a customer or does he work there? Oh no, he's a customer. He's a customer. Yeah. Okay, so right, that's going to so be so. The police have warned: do not, do not eat the mash. This is a police warning. The suspect, believed to be as uh, locally as James, police have asked members of the public to be vigilant and report any suspicious behaviour to the staff at your chosen carberry. What would that suspicious behaviour look like? You know how um, uh, America have got like America's Most Wanted? Do you yeah. think carveries have got like a list of, of pictures, like mugshots of people? I'll have like, to ask my brother-in-law because he used to work there, didn't he? I'll be like, do you know about the, cum dropper? the mash wanker? Yeah, the mash wanker. <laughs> I, I'm just trying to imagine what he'd do. So, yeah, like you said, he's probably got it in a kilder jar. Because there's no way that he'd have enough time to stand at a carvery and wank off into the mash. Yeah, I mean, the kilder jar, that's a bit posh. I'm going to say more likely to be like an empty a plastic bottle. Bag. Yeah, <laughs> plastic bag? Empty that's not a very good How much? Like, receptacle for jizz, is it? <laughs> yeah, I know, but considering the gentleman in question, I don't know how that's much... True. Yeah, what, you know, maybe an old Lucas bowl. Did you say that? Yeah, yeah, that feels appropriate. How would you get your that? I know, but that'd be quite a shot, wouldn't it? You'd literally have to. Uh, there's just I've just seen um, half filled bottles of Lucas that are full of piss or everywhere. That's like a thing. Yeah, but mate, pissing into a bottle and wanking into a bottle are two very different things. But you've only got a jizz into the bottle. You don't have to do the wanking part. No, I no, I get that. Once it, once you know it's coming, just pop it over the end. Catch the goods, pour it into your your King Edwards. I might ask Steve to do this while I sit and watch. <laughs> I'm going to get you a Lucas Aid bottle. What happens next? Or the other thing is he could go to the toilet, wank off, have it in his hand, and it's then come hot, and just like juice. literally spider like spider web it into the potato. Yeah, I, I I don't like a carvery. Do you? Well, I've officially now been put off of one forever. I think I just I don't care about Sunday dinner like you know like a race don't care not interested um I am not the biggest fan of British food anyway generally no. speaking I don't, it's just to me it just all tastes the same if you put gravy on something everything tastes the gravy I think it depends you know if you're for me if I'm doing a roast dinner and I of of late I have quite enjoyed doing an, a roast dinner and I've you know, roasted the Brussels sprouts in garlic with some Parmesan. Parmesan. Parmesan! Who <laughs> <laughs> do you think you are? Um, I have, you know, it's it's what I would consider that multiple sound nice. tastes I mean, in I the mouth. I Brussels sprouts, but I'd try that, I think. Oh my God, you should try it. It is, mm. I don't like Brussels sprouts, but I'm just saying. Coated Look, that's in garlic the, the nutritionist told me I've got to eat the old sprouts. You like, they're really good for you. You will really, really, really like, I promise you. Oh, I'll try it, I'll try yeah. it. Oh, um, nice. So I, but if I can't be fucked to cook, we'll go. And when I say we'll go, we've been once. There's like, do you know, there's ever. like no, like no carveries in London. You've got to go oh, outside really? of London to get a carvery. It's a very non London thing. Yeah, but then I think it's because London's such a posh wanker place, isn't it? Well, we've just got a better taste than you. <laughs> no, I agree. I fucking hate living in a small town because it's like, oh, what should we have a takeaway? Uh, well, we've got Chinese or Indian or a kebab. Like, f- oh my fucking God. I want sushi, mate. Yeah. And I want sushi that's not going to give me some type of horrific diarrhea and vomiting vibe. <laughs> oh, so, yeah, you are right. I would love to live in London. Shall I just move to you? Yeah, I think you should. You could live in my extension. It's big enough. 
let's do it. We'll make a little house for you in the garden. You come and stay there. Little coven. <laughs> a little coven. Um, yeah, okay, well, let's just never go to a back, carvery. Back to it. Just avoid the man. To be fair, mate, I've only, I've only been to one carvery in my life. That's it. I've been to a few, but I mean, it's, it's just not up there for me. Not for me. Not for me. Like you said. You're not like a, a buffet. Like at like a wedding. A buffet. Oh, I, I like a buffet at a wedding, yeah. I can't control like a, myself. Like a meze at buffets. Oh. Yeah. That's nice because I like that because it's all different things that taste all individual and different. But mm. I'm a bit of a greedy cunt at a kids' party, to be honest I with am. you. I'm hoovering up terrible. that bloody table. That's what I was yeah. like at that. But if, if I hadn't have been going to the nutritionist, <laughs> I would have eaten everything. You know what? Nothing pisses me off more than taking the boys, obviously not Alex, who's older now, but taking the boys to a birthday party and it being boxed. Box. They've got, as in like the food is in a small box and there and is nothing individual. laid out. It's not a buffet. It's a <gasps> sit down, a sit down lunch, effectively. Fucking dare uh, you. What? Parents here, we like to eat too, you cunts. I oh, know. You need to have a giant bowl of what's it. That's just like. I know what we need to talk about. We, I what? know what we need to talk about. Yeah. And that is my son's sex education lesson. Oh, shit. Week. Yes, of course. This is a story in itself, Laura. I forgot. I forgot. <laughs> so <laughs> that particular day, I'd gone for a blood test. It didn't happen. I was bawling my eyes out. I was sobbing. I was just a fucking mess. And <laughs> I went to pick Elliot up from school. And he walked up with me with such like animation on his face. And I thought, oh my God, he's had a good day. This is amazing. And he just looked so fucking chuffed with himself. I went, all right, buddy. He went, well, now I know how babies are made. Daddy put his dick in your vagina. I was like, (laughs) I don't need this today. All the fucking days. days. I don't need it. I don't fucking need it. Back. Oh, the way he said it sounds like such an accusation as well. It's like, it's not, it's not a crime, mate. I know it was a real accusation. It's a natural, beautiful thing. You little shit. If he hadn't put, if he hadn't put his dick in my vagina, you wouldn't even be here. <laughs> How about that? But I feel like his childhood has just been annihilated. I was under the assumption that he just knew anyway. And I'm not like one of those pig ignorant parents. That's like I'm not going to talk about it with my children. I'm one of those parents that's like, I'm not going to traumatize my kids by sitting them down and talking about the birds and the bees. I'm going to openly just oh, say. Really? So what, what, what was the plan then? When were you going to do it? Did you? I've always been like, we've always had this very open discussion about anything. So if he talks about penis, it's like, oh yeah, let's talk about penis. If he talks about vaginas, you know, he obviously hears the word vagina 20 times coming out of my fucking mouth in the morning. Yeah. So we've always had like a very open relationship towards the body, but the discussions just never really come up. And like, I did say to him a little, what he, he asked about, he was like, mommy, how do two men have a baby if they want to have a baby? And I started to explain and I was like, well, we need semen from a man. He's like, oh no. Yeah, I get it now. I don't need, I will (laughs) like, so it's like, it doesn't, I don't have an issue with it, but I think making a big thing of sitting them down is so embarrassing and so cripplingly awful that I feel traumatized by my parents doing that to me. And I'm like, I don't fucking want to do that to my kids. I didn't learn anything because I actually disassociated from all of it yeah. and pretended to be somewhere else that was less traumatic. I don't, we didn't ever have that sit down conversation, but I just remember we had a lot of books at home that were like about how babies were made. And there was illustrations of penises and a penis going into like an illustration, you know, like a medical one, not, a, yeah. <laughs> not just an illustration of two people having sex. 
that we thought it was so fucking funny, mate. We thought it was so funny. And we'd just laugh at the willy and be like, oh my God, there's a willy. <laughs> yeah. That's what I remember about those books. But I'm I'm definitely going to go, because my kids have asked a million times where babies are from and I've explained it. But um, it's hard, Yeah, so it? Toby's asked and I said, well, daddy has a special seed. Like, I don't want to say daddy puts his dick in mummy's vagina to a six-year-old. Oh, I, I did say that. To the kids, yeah. That daddy puts his dick in mummy's vagina. Well, not dick. I didn't use that term. I said uh, penis. In I said a penis has to go inside a vagina and then deposits some special sperm <laughs> that makes the baby, wow. and then the baby grows in the tummy. So I've had that conversation. They ask like regularly the kids. Yeah, Toby hasn't. He's asked a couple of times. And, but I'll, I'll word it a little bit more gently than vagina and willy, especially because obviously we got caught quite recently, didn't we? So yeah, that's true. I prefer. Let's just avoid that. I, just, I prefer. Yeah, because like that Steve said, he was like, do you think that Elliot has literally connected the dots of like what happened that night? And I was like, I hope not. I really fucking hope not. Because in his mind, he probably thinks we only had sex twice. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> that's it. <laughs> And I really don't want, and but also at the same time, I want him to understand the fact that it's healthy and it's good to have sex because we enjoy it. Yeah. But just have safe sex, kids. Safe sex. Just have safe sex. Yeah. Otherwise, kids will ruin your fucking life. I know, man. Yeah, they really do. It's been a tough Imagine weekend having a kid here. at 16 or 15. Ugh. I mean, the only positive for me would be that it would all be over and done with by the time you were like, Coming up to 30 And then you could go And live your best life Yeah but you wouldn't Live your best life Because you're still Emotionally attached To little cunts Yeah that's true That's the annoying thing About it I do think I'd be I'd have a lot more energy As a mum If I was younger I've got no fucking energy I just can't be bothered Can't bother to play with them But I think I would have Had no energy Regardless of what time Yeah maybe I'm a lazy cunt mate Because we're lacking In protein Laura That's fine Um, moving on though Can I yeah. just say We have had such an overwhelming response From people who have said about the uh, jab and period oh, Yes we have up. Yes we have So it's yeah It's really important to kind of say Just um, acknowledge that Yeah We aren't the only ones No we're not We've actually had somebody from the USA How cool is I don't oh. know why, When I hear of like international listeners I'm like wow We've reached the ears of someone else's lug Yeah I know it's mad um, isn't it? So yeah they they have they've get your fucking words out Laura uh, they've messaged and said I've just listened to today's podcast and you mentioned about your periods changing after the vaccine I know it's a hot button issue and understand why you hesitated to speak about it I just wanted to throw it out there for your podcast but information for you there has been many people with side effects some neurological minor more inflammatory causing vertigo dizziness brain fog and fatigue fortunately i have a doctor who believes me and is trying to help although she doesn't really know how to help there are many who do not there are many that do not have that i won't get on my soapbox about what it has done to me i'm a year out and feeling much better but not fully recovered I bring it up because when Laura came back after her mental health crisis, I love the crisis. Crisis just sounds so much better, doesn't it? Um, that was my first thought. How far out from the vaccine was it? Well, actually, I hadn't even had the vaccine before I hit shit bottom. So no. um, has your anxiety 
gotten worse from it. No, I've always had a fucking horrific history of anxiety. I have no history of anxiety, but after the reaction, I had a panic panic attack and a mild anxiety for months. It seems Laura is well on her way to feeling better, but I thought I'd throw it out there. Uh, So no, just to confirm, no, there is absolutely no link between me and the vaccine and my mental health crisis. Yeah. Uh, My mental health crisis was 100% brought on from just the general presence of COVID. (laughs) Yeah. Not the vaccine, just the and thing not coping. itself. Just the <sighs> thing itself, yeah. Uh, yeah, so um, there we go. It has, it's affected me us. Right, should we have a story? Go. The title is Shitting About on the River. Oh, mate, Whee! I was going to read that. Oh, were you? <laughs> I've not read it, though, obviously. So, hello, ladies. I know you like a shitty story. Hell we do. yeah, we do. So here's mine. Like you ladies, I suffer from crippling anxiety in certain situations and traveling anywhere is one of them. As you probably know, the fear causes an adrenaline rush, which causes the need to shit. So this one day went to the father-in-law's canal boat and although not far, was enough to set me off. Anyway, this was a crummy old boat which, with what looked like a cupboard with a glorified potty in it with strict instructions. It was for liquids only. Oh, I fucking hate those toilets. Yeah. You know, like the ones that you find in the caravan as well. Yeah. Oh, no, what, what, do you do with, with what do you do with a shit? You know, like I, I know. just, I can't, I can't bet. I just, if, you know, I, I, I worried about shitting into a toilet and wiping my bum and not putting the tissue in it. And then Steve having to like fucking you bend his hand around to try and get the shit out. So I just wouldn't cope with that. Hate it. <laughs> Especially with like your extended family. <laughs> anyway, we moored up and the family all went into the shop to get some snacks and I seized the opportunity to relieve my groaning stomach. I opened the toilet cupboard and saw there was a little flush function on the potty. So as I was desperate and I was there, I thought, fuck it, sat down and released my anxiety in the form oh of a Yule log. Oh no! <laughs> Press the flush and nothing happened. Twice more. No joy. <laughs> In my panic, all I could think to do was get the shit out. Obviously, I didn't want to touch it. And on the table, I spilled the multiple. What the hell is she going to do for this? What? This is so funny what she does. On the table, I spied a multi-pack of Capri Sun. And that was brought along for the kids. So I emptied the pouches out and definitely scooped the offending deposit. That is so elaborate. Fucking Capri Sun. Just open the drawer, find a fork or something in the bloody connect right? Well, you could just pike it rather than you sick bitch. I would have done what she would have done. I definitely because when you panic, your mind doesn't oh, no, think logically. Right, a fucking fork. Oh my god! Listen, I don't know if I'm ever looking the same again, Vic. Yeah, but then this is what she did. Then the only thing I could think to do was carry it up to the deck and flick it into the canal with the oh, op- oh. <laughs> like on its little funeral bed of Capri Suns, <laughs> with the occupants of several other boats watching. I scurry back downstairs in shame. <laughs> oh my god, that is so funny! That is so fucking amazing. Can you imagine the panic as well of like trying to get? Oh god, what did Too she much. wipe her bum with? Did she wipe her bum with? Did the yeah. tissue go? So if it's only liquid, so you're only supposed to do a wee and then not wipe. Don't know. Well, I, well no, um, because there are some places where there's a little bin where you put the tissue, isn't that's there? That's true. Yeah. But then yeah. you put a shitty tissue. Oh God, it gives me anxiety that I'd never be able to go on a cloud boat. That's put me off. No, that's put. Well, I'm, yeah, I don't think I'd go. I anyway. would have to shit over the side. 
<laughs> you could do that. Um, I went to stay. My ex-boyfriend, he's a, his mum has a caravan and we went to stay. And oh my God, it was the shittest caravan that you've ever seen. You know, you're like, oh yeah, this is going to be a little romantic weekend away. And we got there and it was just, it was horrible. It was so, it was like damp. It stank. It was gross. And there was a toilet in there, but she said, oh no, don't go in there. Like we don't really use it. I opened it and it just had about... 50,000 dead flies on the floor. <laughs> I, was like, happened I, just, I just looked at him and was like, are you fucking joking? And when we arrived, because you've got to plug it in, because, you know, it doesn't have an electric permanently. So it was in the pitch black and we couldn't find the fucking electric oh, thing. It was no, like just that was sat in this caravan was surrounded by dead flies. Like, do you want to have sex? Absolutely not having sex with it. <laughs> How big was it? <laughs> And his and his parents were in it as well. No, they weren't there. Thank God. It was just yeah, but it belonged to his mum. Don't she look in the, the toilet. <laughs> oh. Oh. <laughs> Obviously, that was the first thing I did. By the way, she was like, "Don't yeah, look in the toilet." Absolutely. I'm looking, Keep in, looking, in, the the toilet. Toilet. I'm looking in the toilet. Oh, Could you not have swept the dead flies out? It was awful. It's almost as bad as living through this Reno. Because we had about, I'd say, about an A4 piece of paper sized sort of surface area to prepare all the meals and cook them on. It was like. Well, what are we going to have then? Should we have one pH? That's what we're allowed to eat. There's no fucking space to prepare anything else. But I don't understand people who like at the van life, you know, where they literally live in a van and they don't do anything else. I just, I, I, I know I, that's, not, that's not for me. That is not for me either. I can't think of anything more fucking horrific. <laughs> I actually find it almost bordering on frustrating that anybody would even think to do it rob finds it really because uh, i'm not a camper like i ain't going camping no way mate it's just not for me um but he loves it and he used to go all the time as a kid and um he would absolutely love nothing more than getting a camper van and going on a little tour with the kids and stuff i was like fucking do it mate on your own on your own i ain't coming because those camper vans it's like you couldn't even sling a fucking cat in it i know you want to sleep four people in it oh yeah let's share a bed uh, no, mate, I would much rather literally yank my toenails out and then drag them through dirt and hope they get sepsis. But honestly, but with my kids as well, so what, we'd go and then I'd, we'd put them to bed at seven and then what would we do? Just sit, sit outside, outside, sit on the roof. In the cold. Not talking because we can't wake the kids up in the cold. Steve and I had the most horrifically shit holiday. I've never forgotten it. We went to Portugal, which sounds wonderful. But four days into being on our 10-day stay, Steve got heat stroke and then he was in bed because he was either shitting or throwing up for the entirety of the time. And I had Elliot. I watched, I basically walked Elliot around in a pushchair for six days and oh either went God. into the freezing cold pool or carried him all the way down the 297 steps to the beach. Oh, Lord. I watched a man's testicles pop out the side of his fucking swimming trunks. It was horrific. It was so awful. And on the night, I cried so much on that holiday. We were getting picked up at six o'clock in the morning to come home. And I was so fucking excited to come home that I woke up at two o'clock in the morning to get my hair and makeup there. done and uh, sat in bed waiting for them to wake up. Steve woke up at six. He was like, ah, I was like, yeah, let's go. And <laughs> Elliot was in our room and we would put him to bed and then just sit there. Yeah. In the dark. Yeah, because there's nothing else. No Wi-Fi either. So it wasn't even like we could even look on our phones. I couldn't no. even fucking text people because it cost so much fucking money. It was awful. Oh, that's so funny. I we cried more on that holiday that. than I probably have done. 
Oh, it's horrible, isn't it? When you're in that situation, you're like, I just want to go home. This is rubbish. Especially when he's ill. And then, like, all all I'd I'd lay in the bed and I'd just hear Steve, like, get up and, like, hop off to the toilet and I'd hear... (laughs) (laughs) You're like, don't wake the baby! Oh, (laughs) shit. So shit. Oh, so, So you know, um, Oliver's sleeping in our room at the moment. We're moving to the Airbnb on Monday for 10 days, but Oliver's been aware that today is Monday, right? Oh, yeah, sorry. (laughs) Are you you all right? Sorry. Sorry, I got the day wrong. Um, He's been sleeping in our room because his room has become our living room whilst we've cleared out the downstairs. How special. But, well, it's been fucking fantastic for me because I've been sleeping on his single bed on the floor. Oh, yeah, you've been on that for a while, haven't you? Oh, I love it. Can you see why people that actually go to single beds? I don't want a double bed. I do not. I do not want to share a bed with Rob ever again. And and the thing is now, Oliver's I love got... how sexual you are with your husband. <laughs> Mate, like, don't fucking touch me. Don't breathe. I need to be don't two metres me. apart from you. Me. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, it's been so... I love it. I love having me so own bed. Get on the, I'll get on the floor. You're like, night. I do. I just go to bed so early as well. Because I'm like, see ya. Just go and... I just fall asleep. It's really weird because if I get into the bed... Often, Maybe you're destined for a single life, mate. I am, mate. I think I am. Or at least separate houses. Um, <laughs> he, When he comes to bed, he just... I don't know what he's doing. I think he's playing Wordle on his phone, taking like a two-hour shit before he comes to bed. So I'm aware that he's not in the bed and I know he's going to come disturb me. So I'm just lying there waiting for him to come in, even though I'm not yeah. going to look at him or talk to him. I just yeah. need him to be in the bed before I can settle. But I don't have to worry about that because I'm in my own bed. So I, I got into bed last night. I was actually it. I was gone. I fell asleep straight away. Also, Trisha said to me, "You can't look at your phone, or not you can't, but you shouldn't look at your phone or watch TV two hours before you go to bed." I know, mate, but I, I can't live that life. I know. I that's what I telly. said to her. I was like, "Are you joking?" Telly. And also, what else am I going to fucking do? I'm halfway through Ozark. <laughs> Yeah. Halfway through Dark. Ozark. I'm halfway oh, through Ozark. I need oh, to know what happened. I've not watched the new series yet. I'm not I'm not even at the new series yet. You know what? Like... I've just literally started watching brand new cherry pop. I oh yes. It's... Oh, I heard something about this. Is it weird? Mate, it's I saw so a thing weird. On, I saw a TikTok thing about a sex scene being quite yeah, disturbing. So that, that's why I started Is watching that. Is that what you started watching? Like, like some really weird cringe. Sex scene, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna have to watch that because yeah. I want to see what it is. Yeah. So I started watching it, and it's got, I don't know, it's just, mate, it's so fucking weird. It's, it's is like, it? what, what? What there's is going woman, on? There's a woman up a kitten from her mouth. Ah! Mate, it's so weird, but I'm, I'm invested. I'm there for it. Oh, I was watching on, it last night, and Steve had his earbuds in. I was like, what are you, what are you watching? He was like, Transformers stuff. <laughs> You loser. I'd much rather you watch porn. Like, <laughs> do something normal. Vic, when are we doing our tour, mate? Oh, no. Do you know what? I nearly texted you the other day because I was listening to a podcast and they were talking about doing their shows. And I was like, oh, I'm ready. I think we need are to you? Something. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. ready. But, you know, the thing is, I think uh, we need to go away and do a little research. We need to get a tour manager. And also, I think all of the venues are booked up for this year because of COVID. Well, let's fucking see. We'll have to find out. We need Even to if do we it. get a market hall challenge. Let's just do like, well, you know, we'll just do one and see how it goes. And you know what I was thinking as well? I mean, I won't put this on there, but I reckon let's not record it because then we can, no, we no. can do our offensive shit and no yeah. one's there. No <laughs> one can cancel us for it. <laughs> comedy is all about that though, isn't it? Yeah, I know. Yeah, we will do it. Okay, just keep your eyes peeled because we're going to investigate it a little bit and then hopefully... 
have a date at some uh, point. I mean, mate, ah. I'm doing I'm doing a tour on my own. I need to sandwich it in with you. Yeah. When are you doing it? Have you got I've done that yet? Okay. I've done that yet. I've right. got a meeting next week. Right, that's about it. that as well. Okay, cool. Uh yeah, all right then. Well, that brings us to the end of another week, then, doesn't it? It does, my love. It's been it lovely. Does. It's been lovely it's been as always. Lot of highs, lows, mediums, and everything in between. It's just all over the shop, basically. <laughs> Right, so if you want to send us a story on agony or anything like that, you can email us at noholdsbarpodcast. Oh, wait a minute. No, noholdsbarpodcast at gmail.com or what else can they do? Uh, they can go on over to our Instagram page and they can find us at noholdsbarpodcast. And to be honest with you, some of the content that's being pushed out on there is nothing short of fucking hilarious and brilliant. <laughs> All because I'm the one that's posting it. Yeah, <laughs> you're doing a good job. You're doing say, a good I'll job. I'll take all the credit. I'll take all the credit. <laughs> While Victoria, on the other hand, does a fantastic job of editing this podcast every week. Um, The editor. And what am I? The content creator. You are the content. You're the social media manager. Oh, my God. I've never Ah. been called that before. I'm going to put that on my fucking CV. I'm a content creator and a social media manager. Thank you very much. There you go. Uh, All right. Lovely then. So we'll, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Slags. Oh www.noholdsbarredpodcast.com oh, yeah, if you want to get a dildo and you want to flick your being to a sonus or any other kind of sexual material. Go. Thank you. Good night. We'll see you next week. Goodbye. Bye. Hi, my name is Kay Adams. And to be honest, I'm not so good with the aging process. So I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revel Horwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.